0: The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Edge Boost. Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to get started today. Driver, start your... out of you right now because you asked me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh in- improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing things.
1: now here are your hosts rod Villa gomez and cody zeeb
0: welcome into another episode of the nascar gambling podcast here on the sports gambling podcast network he's cody zeeb i'm rod Villa gomez We uh last yesterday we were waist deep into this racing week. Now we are definitely neck deep into a an amazing week of racing. Obviously, Sunday and Saturday are going to be gigantic uh, draws between Xfinity, between F one, Indy, NASCAR, go karts, Mario Kart, whatever. Uh, but then Friday is going to kick the whole thing off, and finally we have odds to talk about for the truck race for the North Carolina. Um, North Carolina Education Lottery 200, another one of those long names. Uh, at the Charlotte Motor Speedway, Cody, buddy, are we still breathing? First of all, ch- pulse check. Are we all right?
1: We're still here, still running. We were talking about it right before we jumped on here. I think you're doing eight shows this week. I'm doing nine. Um, and yeah, we're uh we're almost there. I got two left for me, three left for you. We've almost made it.
0: How many days in a week and how many hours in a day are there? I feel like... I,
1: I don't even know.
0: <laughs> I don't even know either. Like, I have no idea. <laughs> at, at this point, I'm like, the day that Monday has not stopped or Tuesday has not stopped. It's literally still I, Tuesday.
1: It's Yeah, I don't I don't know what day it is. I don't really care. I have to work all weekend in my regular job anyways. I've heard Memorial Day is kind of a big a big thing when it comes to beer. So uh, it's, just, it's all one big glob. But I'm here for every second of it. I love every second of it. I do more shows if they gave them to us anyways. Uh, it's been a fun, fun week. We've got some more fun to go still. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm loving it. I
0: think people drink Kool-Aid more on Memorial Day. That's that's the drink of choice for, for Memorial Day barbecues, right? I
1: don't uh, Maybe that's a California thing. I don't know. Oh,
0: no. God, no, <laughs> no I, I think tequila or hey, wine. By
1: the way, Kool-Aid was about. actually invented in Nebraska, just for the record. Uh, really? Oh, so everyone, you're welcome. We We've done something good for the country. And that was Kool Aid. It's you're not getting much else out of here, but uh, we do have Kool Aid. <laughs>
0: That's funny that uh, that that I brought that up on this show. All California ever gave anybody is an inflated uh, ego and broken dreams. So hey, as
1: we talked about yesterday, we we didn't talk about this on the air, but off the air, we had a conversation. I was coaching my softball. My daughter's the uh, 10U softball team, and uh, we went to California Rules for extra innings. They won, by the way. So if you if you had money on that, they covered for you. But uh, yeah, it was California rules. So, and you were like, you didn't realize that that was a thing, calling it California rules.
0: I didn't, because I mean, here it's just the way it's it just plays. The rules, because yeah. you're in California, right? Yeah, I was like, what do you mean you call it California rules? Like that's that's the way we do it. I I didn't know you guys yeah, referred to it out that's, there.
1: Because the way you guys do it, that's the way we do it now too.
0: <laughs> uh, look, I'm not saying we're trendsetters, but we're trendsetters out here. <laughs> Uh, love it. Yeah. So again, this is of course the truck episode. We have reached the point where we finally get to make some picks for the truck episode. And, uh, some
1: odds finally, I know, man, <clears throat> like it's a, to get some truck forever. odds this week.
0: I don't know what it is. I'm telling you, man, if anybody's listening, we want you to hire us. <laughs> we'll put them out like the day after. It doesn't even matter at this point. We, we just want odds to be able to grab and, and of
1: working on the next races odds. Like let's go,
0: let's go. Uh figured out. <laughs> yeah, so the trucks are around this and Cody, more importantly for the trucks, there's no cup drivers this this week so they can yes. contend with themselves thankfully.
1: Yeah, triple truck challenge, so no cup guys allowed. So it's all your regulars pretty much. 36 entries, they'll all make the race. Uh and so yeah, nice and easy. No no cup guys coming down on this. Got a couple of guys uh down in the Xfinity series and even a guy coming up from the truck series, but uh no nobody extra in the truck series, so all the truck series regulars this week
0: all the truck series regulars that means that you can finally know that kyle bush is not going to mop the floor kyle larson's not any kind of kyle is not going to sneak their way in and beat these guys uh they're gonna have to do it on their own uh all right we'll talk more about that let's step away for our first break of the day because you know it and you love it it is edge boost edge boost have you signed up for edge boost yet no? It, well, you're missing out. Edge Boost is the world's first bet now, pay later, Visa card, similar to Buy Now, Pay Later programs. Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest and pay back the advance over four equal weekly installments. That's right, 0% interest. Simply deposit funds into your account, and Edge Boost is going to match that deposit so you can use twice the funds on any legal sports betting site. Edge currently offers up to $2,500 in advances. That's up to $2,500 that you can add to your bankroll right this second. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge right now to sign up. That is sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge. Must be 21 years or older to use. Only valid in legal gambling states. Problem gambling? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, so as I said, we are on to the North Carolina Education Lottery 200 for the trucks. This is 134 laps around the mile-and-a-half paved track that is the grandiose Charlotte Motor Speedway for a total of 201 miles. Uh, So it's not 200, it's 201. Last year, uh, it was Ross Chastain that actually won this race in the 41-nice truck um, so again, as we alluded to before, Ross Chastain will not be in this race. So we can't, uh, can't have him spoil the fun anymore. John Hunter Nemechek in 2021. Who else is not in this race? Cody,
1: John Hunter Nemechek, not in this race either.
0: So there we go. The last two winners of this race, not on this track. So thank God for that. Oh yeah, wait, three winners. Uh, Cause Chase Elliott won the year before.
1: Oh, <laughs> dang. Yeah. There you go. Three in a row. So, uh, yeah, probably not many past Charlotte winners in this field uh maybe Crafton got one at some point but uh likely you're you're looking at a new winner this week
0: do you want me to go back because kyle bush johnny Sauter uh yeah. was there before is kyle Sauter bush in the again? Field this week
1: mm-hmm. Sauter could be potentially yeah What's we'll
0: Sauter I'll was second matt Crafton finally got one in 2016 but yeah it's been a while since uh anybody in the yeah. Tr- yeah. Uh, trucks Krafton,
1: i knew it yeah Sauter is in the race he's in the 04 again so a couple former winners but uh let would say a pretty decent chance we get some new winners.
0: <laughs> I would think so too. And listen, for the record, we didn't find any Johnny Sauter bets, so uh, unfortunately, we can't make any bets on that. So,
1: <clears throat> no, nor would <clears throat> we advise you to make any Johnny Sauter bets, even if you could. So, I don't know,
0: man. He's finished second. Uh, yeah, he's been good know, on this track. door sport
1: trucks. Now he's in a roper truck. That's so, true. Uh, That's true. Yes. Yeah, so, so yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: all right, but yeah, again, so we've got uh, we've got all of that to to look forward to on Friday. Uh, obviously by the time you listen to this, hopefully you're able to get him in. Uh, and we're just happy to be able to get him out for you. So Cody, I mean, I don't have any major news or notes other than that. Do you have anything pressing that you want to share before we start laying down some bets
1: in sad news? I don't even see Johnny Sauter listed on the, I don't even see odds for him. That's how much they don't think he's going to win. They're not even offering him. Wow.
0: <laughs> that sells you something right there,
1: but uh, not really anything else crazy going on. Uh, Still kind of sitting, waiting on the Josh Berry news to, to finalize. But other than that, not a ton going on. A couple of comparable tracks to look at for for this race. I think that we'll probably be leaning into Las Vegas, where Kyle Busch won. Obviously, won't be in the race. Uh, Texas, Carson Hosovar won. But if you remember, Nick Sanchez led like more than 100% of the scheduled distance. He led into overtime, even, I believe. Um, and then Kansas Speedway, of course, a couple of weeks ago. Grant Enfinger won that. So it's been three races. It's been three different winners. Definitely none of the, well, Kyle Bush, I guess, likely a favorite in that race, but otherwise not favorites that have won these other couples. So uh, we do have a couple of mile and a half to look back on, though. Um, so yeah, that's, but yeah, it's been, it's been a real slow news week for all the teams being home, for everybody being in Charlotte. I even just looked back at Bob Pockers' Twitter. He hasn't tweeted in like five hours. I'm like, Ooh, is oh, is he alive? Bob's okay. I know. Like, Poke him. Do we need a welfare check. They sent, uh, <laughs> they sent that welfare check to John Moran the other day.
0: Uh, they Let sent the go. welfare Get check a- to Britney Spears. So, yeah, I think it's time <laughs> to send Get one. He's going to
1: check on Bob here. He tweets every like five minutes usually. So that's how slow it's been of a week. It's just, I think it's like everybody's just ready. Like we have all these big, huge races, five races this weekend, all these big crown jewel events. And it's just like... Oh, let's get through this week. We're almost there. It's Thursday. We got the truck race. At least they're giving us the trucks on Friday evening. So tomorrow, maybe today, if you're listening to this on Friday, it's race day. It's almost race day.
0: We're so close.
1: Everybody's just kind of slugging along, waiting to get into it.
0: Well, maybe that's it. Maybe exactly that's it because everybody's just like, you know what? We're uh, we're just going to hang tight. We're we're going to make sure that uh, we're home. We're going to breathe. We're going to just take a second to to catch up and with our families and, and we won't even care what's going on outside of it. So maybe that's it. Maybe that's what they, we're waiting
1: for. Exactly. So. I will say too odds again this week, it's been a little rough the last few weeks on the trucks. Like I said, I mean, they didn't even have odds any odds out until Wednesday. By the time we started seeing them late on Wednesday. Uh, and it's just not a ton of selection. <laughs> Caesars. We love them. They're usually like the best book at getting stuff out early and, and everything. They have truck head to head. Still no Xfinity head to heads. That's the weirdest thing. I don't know why they just punted on that this week. But uh, it was a little tough to find some stuff. But like usual, found some stuff that we really like. So uh, it's it's been a struggle lately with the books on on, especially in the truck series. It's kind of disappointing, especially in a week like this where you've got only truck series guys. There's no Cup guys in here to mess everything up. Like,
0: give us some more options. Give us a Johnny Sauter head to head. I don't care. Something. <laughs> Maybe they've been on vacation, and maybe they're just sort of licking their licking I their guess. wounds and <laughs> and coming back to normal. But, um, yeah, I mean, whatever. Uh, all right. Let's say that. Let's say we do this. Let's take an early break again. Um, again, I don't think the bosses care uh, if we take an early break. We'll we'll make it there, and then uh, come back and we'll start laying down some bets for this truck race. Uh, how does that sound, Cody?
1: Let's do it, Rod. I'm ready.
0: Let's do it. All right, here we go. Tell you about Shady Rays. Shady Rays is teaming up with the SGPN for Shady May. Not only do you get an amazing 50% off offer, but you got a chance to win $500. Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and always so much more. Shady Rays have durable frames and extremely clear optics for all your outdoor adventures. And if you lose or break a pair, even on day one, Man, they told us that they're going to send you a brand new pair. And they're not even ask you why or how you lost them or broke them or whatever. They're just going to send them to you. That's how cool they are. And if you don't love them which I don't know why you wouldn't, exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. No risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Team's always got your back. And for our international listeners, Shady Rays, as you covered as well, was shipping to Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and the UK. Go to ShadyRays.com right now. Use the code SGPN for 50% off of two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. And remember... May is literally almost over, so make sure you take that receipt to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win the $500 Shady May Contest. Well, Cody, like we said, we are in for 134 laps around this mile-and-a-half paved Charlotte Motor Speedway. Beautiful sweeping curves, beautiful straightaways, and 30-some-odd trucks running around this thing trying to fight for all the points they can get. Where are we starting with our bets, my friend?
1: It's so crazy. The Cup Series race, 400 laps this weekend. A quick, short, 134 for the trucks.
0: Little so through the
1: fast. Pool. Love it. Um, I like both, right? I love, like, 600, one of my favorite races. You've got, like, the entire long race. There's so much that goes into it. But, like we've talked about so many times with these Truck Series races, like, you got to go right from the start because there's not much time to get it done. You got to get to work quickly. I do love that part of it. I am going to start. Man, this this guy seems to be my new drug when it comes to to betting, and I've got him in most of my bets this week. But uh, I cannot stop betting a Corey Heim. I'm going to take him over Ty Majeski plus 105 over on Superbook. Um, the plus odds part of this is, is really the the kicker that that makes this worth it. I do think that Majeski is going to look good this week. I know you're going to make a case for Majeski here in a few minutes. Um, and, and I'm not even going to argue with you on it because he's been good everywhere as well. But Corey Heim has consistently had almost one of the best trucks in the field. They've shot themselves in the foot a few times, but he won twice last season on a partial schedule. We know that he can get these wins. We know he can get these good finishes. I'm going to put my faith in him to be fast again this week. Let's look back at those three um, comparable races, right? We had Las Vegas to start the season. Heim fourth, Majeski fifth, right there next neck and neck but Heim did edge him out. You go to Texas, Heim ends up 7th, Majeski is 4th, so Majeski wins that one, but again, pretty close to each other. And then at Kansas, Corey Heim finishes 2nd. Majeski with a 25th, that's a little bit of an outlier. He was fast early in that race. I believe it was him and Roger Karuth got together, got in the wall, uh, and so it, it did take away from his finish. But So they've all been very close. But going back over the last four races, Corey Heim has led at least 13 laps in each race, 236 laps over that race, uh, that four-race four span. That's where I was trying to go with that. And he's been a very consistent finisher. You take out the super speedway, finish at Atlanta where he got in a wreck early. Again, that's super speedway. We're not going to count that anyways. Um, 15th is his worst finish this entire season. So majeski has got a couple of bad ones, especially lately. He's been, I think he finished good at, at Wilkesboro last week, but he's had some very rough finishes. You go back three of the last four races, and Haim has easily beat Majeski in all of them. Um, so I like that. Corey Haim, he's been my guy this year. Going to stick to my guns on him. I expect him to be one of the best trucks in the field yet again this week. We know he's uber talented. We know he can get it done. Give me Corey Haim. Overtime majeski plus 105 over on Superbook.
0: And you're welcome, by the way, because every one of those Heim bets that I looked at, I was like, "Nope, leaving it for Cody."
1: Nope, <laughs> Cody will take care of that. Leaving it for Cody, I know,
0: I know he's going to want him some Heim, so I'm not going to, not going to poach him from him.
1: Well, I, I appreciate that, Ralph.
0: <laughs> you're welcome, man. Just looking out for you. I, I just, I know how much you love him, and I, I left him for you because uh, I too agree that Corey Heim is going to be a strong truck this week, and and I cannot. I mean, I would have placed that a couple more of those bets, maybe not this one per se. And maybe this one too, because again, you said all you're looking for is is uh um, Haim over Majeski, and you're gonna make a, another case for that in a little bit. Uh but for yeah. me and
1: he's he's in a couple of other head to heads that I like as well. Like he's up against Nick Sanchez, I think that one's minus one hundred thirty. You yeah. look at all the laps Sanchez led earlier, like the plus one oh five part, even though Majeski is the toughest competition, obviously he's favored to win in the head to head. But I like the plus side of it and I think that even if your bet here, Cash is I still think that Heim can finish better than him, and, and I expect him to. So I, I do like it when you're getting the plus side money of things.
0: It can happen because Corey Heim can finish in second or first place. But give me Ty Majeski as a top three truck at plus 155. This is over there on Barstool. And again, when we talk about top three, top fives, all that stuff, it's, it's such a hard market to, to really find value in. But for Ty Majeski, like, I love this plus money value for him because he's been a solid truck all season long. Co- uh, Cody just kind of laid out what was going on with with uh, Majeski Last week at North Wilkesboro, he started uh, third, finished second, actually got a runner-up position there. Um, two bad finishes in a row at Kansas and Darlington. Uh, Kansas 25th, uh, Darlington 31st, but just like Cody said, that was one where he got into it with Raja Carruth, and that was kind of, he could, had nowhere to go. And, and he was running around in the front that entire race uh, and unfortunately just got collected when it was not, <laughs> not good for him to get collected. Um, so I, again, I still think he's a fast enough truck to get it done. Fourth at Martinsville, second at Bristol Dirt, fourth at Fort Worth, third at Austin, uh, 11th in Atlanta, fifth at Las Vegas, sixth at Daytona. I mean, he's been in or flirting around the top three all season long, um, it, it just feels like it gets kind of lost in, in the shuffle though, because a lot of the big names have been in the Bushes, the Larson's, the, the William Byron's and the Chastain's. And, you know, for time Majeski he's quietly finished in the top five, six of 10 times. If you, I mean, if you tell me name a driver that has six top five finishes this season, you probably wouldn't say time Majeski because they don't say his name a lot on the broadcast, but he's there at the end, uh, for, for whatever he is, he's there. Uh, on this track in particular, he's got an 8th place finish and a 7th place finish um and a 13th place finish last year in 2022. But he did start on the pole, which means he definitely had speed um and he was there. He just did not he wasn't able to finish uh well in that race. But in the 2021 race that he uh that he finished in uh, the top 10. John Hunter Nemechek was in that race uh and then he won that race. So obviously you know, we talk a lot about he's not going to be there. But the race before, where he finished in the top 10, Chase Elliott, Kyle Busch, uh, John Hunter Nemechek, Johnny Sauter, all those guys were all inside uh, above him in the in the 8th place position. They're all not racing anymore. So you move him up a few more, put him in front of uh, Brett Moffitt, who's, you know, probably not going to finish that good. Sheldon Creed, uh, I say that's easily a top 3 finish for Time Ojeski this week.
1: Yeah, again, no arguments here. He has been strong. He has been good. I like it. Have we talked about Corey Heim yet, Rod? Of course we have. Have we talked about a plus 105 bet with him? Of course we have. We're doing it again. He is over on Caesars, top five, plus 105. I've already laid out my case. I think he's going to be really good. I think he's going to be really fast. Um, He's finished eighth and sixth the last couple of weeks with some cup guys in the field. Uh, He should have won that Darlington race. if His stupid crew chief didn't make stupid calls that were really stupid and dumb, but that's okay. I'm over that, if you could tell. Um, but no, again, at the, uh, at the three intermediates or the three mile and a halves rather that we've had this season, a fourth place of Vegas, that's in the top five, a second at Kansas, that's in the top five, seventh at Texas, uh, race was kind of crazy at the end. So whatever, we're just, <laughs> you know, whatever, but he's done it in two of the three. I like him to do it again this week. Again, a lot of speed. Now we don't have the, uh, the cup guys in here, the fourth place of Vegas. That was even with Kyle Busch finishing ahead of him. So. That puts him up into the top, top three. So I think a top five, very achievable for Haim at plus
0: one hundred five. I occur, I occur, I occur, I incur. <laughs> I I agree with you there, buddy. I, yeah, we,
1: sounds great.
0: <laughs> let's just continue on with the Heim bets. Um, yeah, I, again, that's that's just definitely one of those things where I think Heim's going to be fast, just like you. Uh, all right, let's move over to my next bet. I got Carson Hosevar over. Christian Eckes at plus one twenty over on SuperBook. Really, this is this is just a a case of plus money, and I like it. Um, Eckes is good. Right? We're not gonna we're not gonna mince about that. He's obviously got a win within the last cu- or two wins this season, and and is one of the fastest trucks. In fact, we bet on him last week, thinking that he would uh, bounce back. Unfortunately, a twenty fifth place finish at North Wilkesboro. Not a good day for him. Um, but I'm telling you right now, Carson Hosevar looks like he is a driver on the move. Uh, two of the last races that he's put on uh, out there, a fifth-place finish at Darlington, fourth place at North Wilkesboro. He, too, has a win on the season, so he's, he's kind of fast. The problem is, is that, obviously, both of these guys come in uh, underachieving, even though they're so good. Christian Eck has two wins. His average finish, though, is 15.6. So that tells you right there that he either finishes up front or he does not. Uh, 25th at North, Wilf- North Wilkesboro, 30th at Kansas, 15th at Martinsville, 30th at Bristol, 15th at Fort Worth, 30th in Austin. Started out the season strong, third, sixth, and first, but uh, has definitely fallen on some hard times since. Hosevar, a little bit of the same story, right? Fifth, uh, like I said, fourth place at North Wilkesboro, fifth place at Darlington. 31st to Kansas, 34th in Martinsville, 17th at Bristol Dirt, one over there at Fort Worth, but 34th in Austin, 31st in Atlanta, but a seventh place in Las Vegas, 12th place at Daytona to start the season. It's been rough for both of these guys, but I'm going to go ahead and give my uh, I'm going to put my my full weight behind uh, Carson Hosevar here. On the last two times he's been on this track, he was a runner up in 2021 and then finished 16th uh, in in 2022, but he led 57 laps of that race, uh, which tells you that he was a fast truck. Just the and
1: Chastain won that race, right? Mm-hmm. Which is another nice truck.
0: Yeah, there you go. So, so exactly, yeah. yeah his, he just got the wrong end of it. Um, for Christian Eckes, a 14th and 11th and a fourth place finish here at Charlotte. So he's a fast truck too. But I, I just feel like hosts of ours found whatever that gear is over the last couple of weeks, staying out of trouble staying away from trucks that are going to wreck him and i think he comes out on the better end of this head-to-head with christian eckes at plus
1: 120 yeah has is just seemed to be one of those guys wrong place wrong time quite a few times lately host of ours seems to be kicking it in plus money again not not going to get much of an argument from me there uh next up we actually have the same bet in this one you had already had in the document when i picked it out went to type it in i wasn't going to change it because i think both of us liking this is great um, and the selection is not very great, so <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna both roll with it. But it is Stuart Friesen over Ben Rhodes. It's plus one hundred five or plus one hundred rather over on Barstool. Um, I I really like this one because it, we've talked about this multiple times this season with Rhodes. It's been pretty rough for him. Like they they have not been able to figure things out. He lost his crew chief and Rich Lus- Luscious that he won the, the title with a couple of seasons ago he's over with Haley Deegan now and it just doesn't seem to be clicking as well with Rhodes and his new crew chief and they're just seeming to struggle I don't know if the switch back to Ford has had something to do with that or not we've seen the other Thor Sport trucks have, be just fine for the most part so I, I don't know exactly what the problem is but there's been a problem freezing season started off very very slowly they had some issues the crew chief left Friesen took over, making the calls from the cockpit. Things have been very good since. Um, let's go back over a couple of races here. Um, last week at North Wilkesboro, it was 13th for Friesen, 33rd for Ben Rhodes, so he easily beat him there. Two weeks ago, you back, go back to Darlington, 2nd first, Friesen, 18th for Rhodes. Go back to Kansas the week before, 4th for Friesen, 16th for Rhodes. Texas another mile and a half as well third for Friesen 10th for Rhodes it's not even been close at these four examples recently Friesen has figured things out Rhodes hasn't I know Rhodes name carries some weight because he is a former champion and we expect him to do good but he's not been doing good so to me this is probably my as much as I love Haim, probably my favorite bet on the board because it just seems so obvious that it should be Friesen here Um, they're really figuring things out. He's getting it. He's getting it together. Struggled a little bit last week at North Wilkesboro, but again, you go back to the three intermediate tracks before that Darlington, Kansas and Texas, a second, a fourth and a third, very solid runs by Stewart. Um, expecting more of that from the 52 this weekend. It's just, it's been the struggle bus for Rhodes. Maybe he snaps out of it at some point. You kind of expect him to, he's, he's a champion of the sport. We know what he can do. It's just been real rough
0: lately. And so the uh, the books have done well to put these two together, uh, as I piggyback off of you because that was of course my bet. And of course you found better odds. Actually, you shopped around better than I did because I got minus one oh five uh, over on what was it, Superbook? Uh, uh I think no. yours was DraftKings. Yeah, mine was DK. Yep. Um but yeah, you no, found pretty yours
1: close, minus one hundred five to plus what is it? hundred. So it's it's basically it's the same yeah. almost. But just yes, a like little yeah. less. Shop around. That's uh that's one thing you can do. I, I just uh, recorded before this and it'll probably be out when this one's well, maybe a little bit after this one's out, but I was on the betting preview show with, uh, with Mike Bachman over on the Xfinity show. And we were talking about the difference and like comparing some of the books and you get some crazy swings when you, when you shop around on some of these things, like some of the winning odds in Xfinity, like you're getting like 15 points from one book to another. That's, that's that's a fifteen to one jump, like that's crazy. So make sure you're shopping around. Make sure you've got all these options. Uh, again, it's I know it can be frustrating. You've got money in this one. You got you got a little bit everywhere. But if you're trying to get ahead and, and you want the best options, always that's the best way to do it: shopping around and, and getting your different odds everywhere.
0: Agreed. Um, all right, so to go back to uh, to Stuart Friesen and Ben Rhodes, on this track, they again, the, the books are doing well to pair it together. Last season, Stuart Friesen finished ninth. Uh, ben Rhodes finished 10th. Season before that, it was Friesen in 4th, and it was Ben Rhodes in 3rd. The season before that, Stuart Friesen, unfortunately, finished in 30th, uh, whereas Ben Rhodes actually finished 10th. Uh, before that, a third-place finish for Friesen, a fourth-place finish for Ben Rhodes, the season before that, a sixth-place finish for Stuart Friesen and a fifth-place finish for Ben Rhodes. So uh, these guys have been close together. Really, again, the, the, that, the reason that they're so close together makes this a, a much better bet, too, because uh, the momentum, this is where momentum swings in. This is where Stuart Friesen slowly improving his season versus Ben Rhodes just being uh, sort of out there to lunch. And what's crazy is for Ben Rhodes, he's got five top 10 finishes, right? Which is is fantastic for a a 10-race season. But the last three finishes Cody just laid out, 16th at Kansas, 18th at Darlington, 33rd at North Wilkesboro, not very good compared to 4th, 2nd, and 13th for Stuart Friesen over that same stretch. So, um, yeah, I definitely like the the Friesen end of this, and I like it even better at plus money.
1: Yeah, again, I I think the fact that both of us landed on this independently – goes to show something. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I feel like this is a really good one. Next up for me, Rod, take a little bit of a swing on this one, but I've seen some stuff that I like lately. I'm going to go with Raja Karuth for a top five finish, plus 450 over on Caesars. Not a guy we've really talked about, maybe even at all on the show yet. The results have not been there yet. He seems to always find his way into trouble. That is is the one part of this that, of course, is concerning. But at the price, four and a half to one, I feel like I can get over that. You go back and look what he's done on some of these other intermediates. He did finish sixth place at Darlington just a couple of weeks ago. Put together the full race there, got the good result. One spot out of hitting that top five, plus 450. Even if he finishes sixth, you're going to be happy. Doesn't cash of course, but means you were right. But you go back and you look at some of these other intermediates we've been on lately, these mile and a halves. Go back to Kansas. He was very, very fast in that race. Sixth place in stage one, fourth place in stage two. He was battling for third with Ty Majeski, as we mentioned before. The two of them got together. Uh, again, probably more of a rookie mistake on Carew's part. Maybe racing him too hard. Majeski didn't like it. You can assign the blame where you want to, but the fact is he didn't get the finish, but had the speed throughout the race. Top six in the in uh, stage one, and then of course fourth in stage two. So great runs. You go back to Las Vegas earlier on the season. Fifth in stage one, seventh in stage two. That's going to show me he's got speed, um, in these intermediate cars. He's also coming out of the, that is a, uh, gosh, what, what is the, what team does he race for? That's a GMS truck, right? Which is the same truck as, uh, uh, N finger drives. I believe I could be totally off on that, but I'm pretty sure that's accurate. Um, but anyways, if so that just goes to show you, let me double check and make sure that I got that correctly. Yes, yeah, they're both GMS trucks. Okay, I thought so. But you go back and you look at uh, at Enfinger, and he just won at Kansas not that long ago, right? And had a massively fast, I was at that race, that truck was so freaking fast and so freaking good. So we know these GMS trucks have the speed. We've seen the speed from Caruth. He's running up front. He's getting used to it. He got the sixth place finish at, at Darlington. The results haven't always come, so that is the one concern, and that's that's why it's still at plus 450, but I think Carruth can run up there all day if he can just make it to the end. Now you don't have any cup guys in this one. You had cup guys in in some of those other ones. Um, you don't have them there. I think he can get a nice, strong, solid finish this week. So Again, it's a little bit of a swing for the fences, changing it up a little bit, but uh, over on Caesars, top five for Raja Carruth, plus 450. Um, I'm, I'm feeling
0: positive about this one. There's a point at which things crystallize for drivers, and I feel like he's not that far off from exactly that, having that moment where he can say, oh, yeah, I can do this. And and he has, again, had opportunities to run up front, which I'm sure kind of pisses him off that he doesn't get the finishes that he wants because, you know, when you're a talented driver, when you when you have that talent and you never, you don't really see it, progress because you get in an accident here or something happens there you know yeah there's got to be something for him to 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 get on the right path and you know like you said this is probably a good enough uh, opportunity for him to get that done because now he's not having to push against cup guys where the other guys are pushing against cup guys you know that's that's the other thing too like the other drivers on the track they're well aware that these cup guys are out there and they want to. They want to beat him, and they want to make sure that they you know, let him know that this is they're here.
1: Yeah, and he's he's super young. He's only 20 years old. He's only got 13 starts in the truck series, so he's just a young, raw talent. But the fact that we've seen the flashes, we've seen the speed, we've seen that he knows how to run up there, He just got to get to the end of a race. But if he can do it, if he can get to the end, we know he can run up there. We know he can do it. Um, and so for the price, uh, I, I'm going to jump on the Roger Caruth train the, this week.
0: I love it. Uh, All right, well, I'm going to throw out another long shot top five odd guy. Um, This one's kind of a man after your own heart, and that is the younger brother (laughs) of Tanner Gray. It's Taylor Gray. And listen, the reason that I'm putting him out there as a top five truck, we haven't seen it yet this year, Um, but we've also not seen, uh, I think, his full potential yet because the kid didn't even start racing until the fourth race of the year because he had to finish high school. Dude had to, like... Do the things you got to do. He
1: wasn't old enough to be allowed to race on the tracks. He wasn't even old enough yet.
0: Like, kids just barely got a a chance to get in a truck. So, um, And and we've seen him steady improving the entire time. Now, granted, he's gotten caught up in some stuff, which is the finishes have not necessarily been there for most of the time. But he's at plus 500 for a top-five finish. And I'm just going to, you know, I'm telling you right now, we saw a ninth-place finish out of him at Kansas, an eighth-place finish at Martinsville. He had a 24th place finish at, uh, at Fort Worth, but again, like I said, he got caught up in stuff. He was actually uh, in Texas. He was uh, at the end of stage two in eight, or ninth place, rather, at the end of stage two. So he was inside the top 10 in stage two, uh, but wound up getting just sort of collected in that crash that took out the 43, or the, the four, the three, the 17, the 33, and the 16. So um, that was a pretty big crash that took him out on the, on the backstretch. So he didn't get an opportunity to finish uh, really uh, uh, well because he got taken out. Could he have finished inside the top five on that track? It's a mile and a half. I think he had the opportunity to do uh, just that. So um, two bad finishes, though, Darlington and North Wilkesboro, but it's Darlington and North Wilkesboro. It's not as if those tracks uh, really pan out to, to what we've seen so far. He hasn't raced another mile and a half other than uh at, at uh texas at fort worth so you know i think he'll have the opportunity to do it again like we said we he's shot his way up into the top 10 at points he's been running around the front he's better than his brother uh right now and his brother's been in longer but um yeah I, again I, I think taylor gray or is a, is a good long shot for uh the opportunity i mean the kids only got what uh five seven not fit 20 races under his belt <laughs> total and he's got four top yeah, 10 finishes
1: talk about young we just talked about caruth being 20 gray's only 18 so it's, it's uh yeah it's young and it's raw but you know i love me some some taylor gray actually going to talk about him again in a few minutes so uh okay. i'll save i'll save my speech on gray for a few
0: save your gray speech for that uh all right yeah. fine then let's uh let's step away real quick and we'll get to the rest of that gray speech but if you're watching on YouTube, and you've been watching on YouTube, we thank you for watching on YouTube. We enjoy your patronage. We enjoy your comments. We enjoy all of the happy things that you say to us that we uh, read each and every time you post it. So continue to do that. Continue to like the videos. Continue to watch the videos all the way through if you can. Uh, you know, YouTube tells us when people dip out, and I get it. I mean, it's hard to stare at me for 45 minutes to an hour. I, I know. I know but if you want just put it on in the background your dog will love us your dog will absolutely love listening maybe your dog could place a few bets for you who knows your comeback and your account's already credited with a bunch of money because your dog listened to us and placed good bets all that because you left the youtube video on do that do that more all right or your grandma I don't know she needs company uh just put us on and she'll be happy Uh, I've made this awkward. I'm dipping out because we're going to make it even more so. So, uh, all right. Yes. Click the bell. Subscribe. We love you. If you're an OG listener, always, always leave a review for us. We are herb approved, so you can definitely leave it with confidence. So, uh, thank you all. Good night hey everybody if you play fantasy football especially in auction leagues and or you're a whiskey fan yes exactly check out the sports gambling podcast fantasy football channel show old-fashioned football coming to you every tuesday morning give us a listen we'll bring you the latest fantasy football data including the injury report studs and duds waiver wire targets and suggested fab market movers after all we are the marks he is my hubby and she's J Mark's wifey and we're bringing all this to you while drinking an old-fashioned and giving you our honest review of a different whiskey every week. All that and more. Hop on over, give us a listen, come for the football, stay for the whiskey. This ad's almost done. Going once, going twice. Sold. All right, let's move our attention to, oh, by the way, nice old-fashioned uh, fantasy football shirt.
1: Uh, yes, like that. yes, wearing my uh, old-fashioned fantasy football shirt today. Again, amazing show. Always love those guys. Your, uh... Your YouTube reads, really, they, they just make my day every single time. Absolutely love them. It was beautiful how you, you navigate through that. And you find a different way to do it every time, which is, is even better.
0: As a podcast listener, because both of us are podcast listeners, I i do know that I tend to, if it's the same ad every single time, I tend to just skip it because I know exactly what they're going to say. So. I try not to, you know, I try to give the, the sponsors the, or, or, you know, the people out there a little bit of something to make them go, ooh, what's he going to say this time? So I hope it's, I succeed. It's, yeah.
1: It's, if you listen to nothing else in this show, make sure you listen to Rod's, <laughs> uh, Rod's YouTube read. Always, it's too bad that uh, doesn't make you any money at all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we well, going need to start. Somebody needs to make odds for what Rod will say next on the YouTube read.
0: <laughs> if grandma was not like 30 to one on
1: there, yeah, I don't I mean, know yeah. Who who, yeah. Did anybody have grandma on the YouTube <laughs> read bingo card? I don't think so. So uh, uh, there you go.
0: <laughs> all right. Let's let's pick some winners. Shall we, Cody?
1: Yes. I want to comment. Uh, so we've talked about how the Cup Series guys can sometimes make the winning odds much more attractive. It makes them feel really gross on a week where they're not in here because it's like everybody's so low price. So you got Zane Smith at plus 325. It's it's crazy to say that it's been a rough season for Zane because he's got two wins uh, coming early in the season, but that was a super speedway and a road course. Like He's on a seven-race winless streak that might be the longest of his career. It's crazy. It's insane how long it's been since he's won a race, but uh, 22nd, 32nd the last two weeks, uh, he's half the races this season. He's finished 14th or worse uh makes it hard to bet on a guy like that when it's when it's been disappointing like that lately so i am going to skip over him he's plus 325 you know he's the best driver you know he's the best truck if you want to take him we give this speech with you know certain favorites in certain series weekly and he's one of those guys um but not for me i am going to go with a big shocker here Corey heim plus 650 i've already gushed on him so far today but I love this guy. I love the speed we've seen out of that tricon con truck. Uh, he, he's been very good. He's been consistent. Um, if they cannot kick themselves in the foot, he's going to win. And with no cup guys in the in the race this week, uh, which hasn't stopped him before, he, he won the race, uh, I think he won at Martinsville, right? Uh, where he beat Kyle Busch in that race. So he can get it done, plus 650. I like him. He is the the third favorite on the board. Ty Majeski being the second favorite, and then it's a lot of just blah for me. I don't I don't like anybody else kind of in the mid tier here at all. So I jumped all the way down to Stuart Friesen, our favorite Canadian driver. Jdk, you're the favorite Canadian listener. We know that. Want to make <laughs> sure that's clear. He's our favorite Canadian driver. Um, but he is at twenty to one. Again, I just think that he shouldn't be at twenty to one. I don't quite understand that. Let's go back and, and look at these three most recent intermediate races. Second at Darlington, fourth at Kansas, third at Texas. So pretty good finishes, and you're still getting them at 20 to 1. That doesn't really make sense to me. So gonna take some Stuart Friesen there. Uh and then again, there's nothing else really pops out to me other than Mr. Taylor Gray. 40 to 1. It's worth a shot at 40 to 1. I should probably be mentioning which books I'm, I'm all on. Uh and I don't even know because I didn't write it down. <laughs> uh cory uh caesars taylor gray caesars at 40 to one i should update that because i found a better price he's as low as 28 some books so again 12 point swing if you look in the right place uh Stuart friesen 20 to one i believe that's over on on barstool um no it's not oh geez i'm very unprepared today it's been a long week but that's okay <laughs> Stuart friesen 20 to one super book that's where he's at um so yeah but i i taylor gray again it's It's kind of a a long shot dart, I get that, but he's in a fast truck. It's a Tricon truck, uh, just like Corey Heim is in. Same same truck, comes out of the same shop there. Um, It can be fast. We've seen these flashes from Gray where he's very fast. The results haven't always been there, but he's gotten some decent finishes. Um, I think he had a a top 10 finish at Kansas not very long ago. Uh, Yes, scored a ninth place there. Uh, Also had a top 10 finish at Martinsville. Uh, He finished top 11 at, at Coda. So he's putting together some decent races, uh, forty to one, worth a little tiny sprinkle.
0: Yeah, again, I just all three of these guys have such huge potential, and like you said, with no cup or no cup, no Xfinity drivers in the mix, um, that just brings them to light. And you're right too. <laughs> the first thing I did when I opened up the odds, I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, it, like, was, just,
1: it was. That's exactly the, like, Like, was just kind of like boy, because like last week we got Zane Smith at ten to one. Mm-hmm which despite, yeah, he didn't have a great race, things didn't go well, I would still place that bet 10 out of 10 times on Zane Smith, 10 to 1 anywhere, because he's that good. Now it's 325, and you're like, yeah, he's won two races. Yeah, he's got four top threes. But he's also finished outside the 14th and five of the half the races. Like, makes it hard to convince yourself to bet on him at 325. So, it, yeah, and then everybody else's odds are crushed down, and we've talked about that multiple times. We talked about that yesterday in the Xfinity series show, like, because Ty Gibbs, because Kyle Busch are in that race, so many other guys are super inflated. They can still win, even though those guys are in there. When you don't have them in there, it it really cramps on the odds sometimes. And that's definitely the case this week.
0: Agreed. Uh, uh, speaking of uh, odds, though, you found me better odds on this one, and I appreciate you for that. Um, I had Grant Enfinger earlier at 10 to 1, but Caesars has an odds boost that gets you up to 12 to 1. So, a couple hundred points switch there for you. Um, so, yeah, take Grant Enfinger at 12 to 1 over there on Caesars. Look, <clears throat> Grant Enfinger on this track, he's only got three top 10s and six starts. I say that because really his top 10 finishes have been seventh, ninth, and second. But his, his non-top 10 finishes haven't been all that bad, 12th, 12th, and 14th, but still not ones that you would say, yeah, this guy's going to win the race. But I will say <clears throat> that Grant Enfinger finishing second last year was his first year in that 23 truck. So um, this is his first time in that knee, or that uh, uh, um, goller equipment. so And he finished second to Ross Chastain in that race, which again tells you that, uh, that he's a, a good enough driver to get it done. If Ross Chastain was there, he probably could have won that race, uh, this season, the only other real mile and a half, I suppose that you can kind of gauge is, is, uh, Fort Worth. He did, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Fort Worth is there, but he did win in Kansas, which was another mile and a half track. And that was recent. So he won at Kansas three weeks ago, three races ago, but has gone on to finish 14th and 10th at North Wilkesboro. Uh, but again, you know, Grant Enfinger is one of those guys that he's just there. He's always there. And unfortunately, um, sometimes it's bad pit strategies. Sometimes it's getting caught up in something else's is, is nonsense. He's finished every race. But I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean that he's he's always done uh, the best because of of getting caught up and stuff. In fact, he's run every single lap this race to uh, this season too. Which you know, again, in that's, in a that's an
1: impressive feat. <laughs> that is an
0: impressive feat, considering
1: Actually in the, in the truck series, even more so. Yeah,
0: uh, but you know, he's got five top ten finishes, or five, yeah, five top ten finishes and ten starts, three top fives and a win. His average finish is tenth. That that just means that he's around the front, and on a track like this, on a day like this, he finished second last year. So I'm sure there's confidence going in. I'm sure, he's going back watching the film to see what he could have done, how he could have made it better. Um, and so I, I like twelve to one because like you said, Cody, some of these favorites, they haven't been having the best of seasons and 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 we say best of seasons, some other truck drivers will take those seasons in a heartbeat, but for them, right. it's not up nah, to their standards.
1: Two with ends and it's been a, a sort of letdown season, <laughs> but that's right. how it goes sometimes. But yeah, second place last year, finished behind a cup guy again in Ross Chastain. Uh, and then he won the most recent mile and a half of Kansas. So hard to argue against that. I just made an argument for another GMS truck. For them having speed, them being fast, so I like this one as well. That's that is kind of the one in the middle that that I probably would have picked had you not already had it. Um, and so yeah, I, I like it. I think uh, again, good mix. Got one of the favorites, then you got some others to sprinkle in on, and uh, hopefully we can hit some outrights this weekend. I would
0: love nothing more. We got to get back, get back into the swing of things with the trucks. I feel like uh, all of the Cup drivers have been mucking up the waters and sort of making everybody drive a little too aggressively uh, and for their, tr- I mean, they already drive aggressive, but you know, they're, they're yeah, starting to step yeah. out a little and more.
1: I'm, we've been some close, close on some big ones. I think we had, was it Corey Heim was 18 to one and 16 to one in the two weeks where he probably should have won races and didn't quite get there. Crazy. 18 to one, 16 to one. Now no Cup guys in the field and he's six to one it's insane how that drop happens sometimes. Um, but that's how it works. So uh, I still like them.
0: I agree. Uh, all right. Let's uh, get out your pen and paper. Going to go over all of the bets for this North Carolina Education Lottery 200 from the Charlotte Motor Speedway in Concord. Uh, yeah, North Carolina, something like that. Uh, <laughs> That's <right>. accurate, yes. <laughs> Hi, Grandma. Uh, all right, we start out with Corey Heim over a jesky for Cody at plus 105 over on Superbook. Uh, I gave you Ty Majeski as a top three truck at plus 115 over on Barstool. Cody loaded you up with Heim as a top five car as well at plus 105. I said Carson Hosevar was going to finish better than Christian Eckes at plus 120. Cody gave you Stuart Friesen over Ben Rhodes at plus 100 on Barstool. I said Stuart Friesen was going to finish better than Rhodes as well. But uh, I, yeah, you'll go with the plus 100 on Barstool, not my minus 105 on DK. Um Cody said that Raja Karuth was gonna find his way into the top five this race at plus four fifty on Caesars. Why I said Taylor Gray was going to also find his way inside the top five uh at Caesars at plus five hundred. Uh I think we have our top five set, pretty much. I think we do. If you look and, and read into our bets, we, we're calling the top five here <laughs> on this.
1: Well, that'd be a hell of a week, right? We, we hit the top five perfectly.
0: We'll see. I don't know. That That's a little scary now. Uh, <laughs> all right, and then Cody for the winners gave you Corey Heim at 65, plus 650. Uh, Stuart Friesen at plus 2,000. And Taylor Gray at 40 to 1. Uh, let's see, Heim is at Caesars. Uh, Friesen is at Superbook. And Gray is at Caesars. Where I gave you Grant Enfinger at 12 to 1 over on Caesars as well. Cody, buddy, the trucks are going to kick everything off for us on the weekend last episode for us as betting picks, but first race of the week. So hopefully you guys get these in.
1: Yeah. Weird how we have to do it backwards, but it's the way it works.
0: The way the odds come out and
1: stuff, either way, it works out great. Uh, you get plenty of time to to listen to this one, get your picks in. Uh, yeah. It's going to be a fun. One again, this, this kicks it all off, right? We have this great weekend, five races, a couple of crown jewels, the truck series leads right into that kicks off the weekend, a Friday night, some racing, doesn't get much better than that. So it should be a good race.
0: It should indeed. Uh, all right, well, then let's send everybody off. They got limited time to get these in, so let's send them off uh, on their way to go place these bets. Cody, remind everybody where they can find you on social media.
1: Yes, follow me on Twitter, at Husker underscore Zeeb. Of course, listen to this one first since it's the first race. Go back and check out our 7,000 other episodes and shows we're on of, of all the other great racing this weekend. DFS will be out tomorrow. Make sure you check that out. We'll have to get in our uh, Hamlin Mania picks down to the final four we got two weeks left in that contest uh so we can give a little update on that and everything as well uh, we got that trickle triple uh pod challenge as well that we're doing with the quick pit pod uh so make sure you go check that out get in your picks some f1 picks some IndyCar car picks some, some Net- cup series picks uh for the coke 600 some great prizes over there including a 50 dollar gift card to the merch store so you can get some nascar gambling podcast gear and
0: uh yeah check out the
1: f1 gambling podcast as well
0: Lots to lots to check out, lots to see, lots to read. Just make sure you consume it all, because uh, we, yeah. <laughs> by the end of this, by the end of this week, we may be in a coma. Just to let yeah, you know, potential. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter at rjviagomez. Link in the bottom, Everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it's in between media. Check out the back road on YouTube. Me and uh, Seth and Elliot holding it down this week as well, and then of course my four Frequency sake article coming out very soon. Find that on Twitter as well. We'll see you tomorrow for DFS to close out the week, a very important week in racing. So until then, let's go racing and let it ride.